Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. The president is defending his decision to pull forces out of Syria, insisting he is focusing on the big picture. Uh, meanwhile, Turkey has launched its offensive against Kurdish fires, fighters who helped the U.S. in their fight against ISIS. To talk more about all of this, uh, Brian J. Karam is with us, executive editor, Sentinel Newspapers, White House reporter for Playboy and political analyst uh, at CNN. He is with us now. Brian, thanks for for the time. Much appreciated. Sure, Scott. Can you, can you help decode this for us? Is Donald Trump turning <laughs> his back on those who had once helped him? And is that not the reason that he stood up uh, however many weeks ago, months ago, and said ISIS is over, ISIS is dead? Yeah, he um, about two minutes ago, uh, there was a statement from the office of the president condemning the attacks, and we'll see probably in a 315 pool spray if the president will come forward and say anything more than that. But of course, it was his actions that led to this by him saying that he was going to uh, back out of any agreement or help the Kurds that uh, Turkey felt emboldened and took this move. So as soon as as soon as Trump announces that he's not going to defend the Kurds, that's pretty much the license for Turkey to go in. Yeah. And he did it in a tweet. He tweeted out a a death sentence for the Kurds. I mean, that's how cowardly is that? Uh, It's not very presidential, certainly not what we're used to from presidents to announced foreign policy in a, you know, 280-character tweet. Uh, but that's not unusual for this administration. Uh, we were told early on that tweets are national policy, and so here we are. Um, we'll find out if I, I, he's got himself into a pickle. The GOP has not backed this. This came as he was trying to uh, get people not to pay attention to a, uh, a inquiry, a, an impeachment inquiry. And now he's uh, going to have to probably do a quick two-step this afternoon. And I would suspect that there could be any number of repercussions to this uh, latest catastrophe that uh, Donald Trump has created for himself and for our country. Uh, interesting you say created for himself. Why is this so significant? Why GOP not backing him on, on this? Well, because the fact is the Kurds did support us, and the fact that we have... Along, uh, it's bad enough. There are enough people in the world that do not trust the United States, but now you're telling the world that uh, if you're allied with us, it means nothing. We're not loyal to you. Yeah. When the uh, push comes to shove, we'll get out of the way and let you get shoved. And uh, you know, if you can't, it, um, my father said, if you, you can't be a man of your word, you're not a man. And if the nation can't be a, a, a nation of its word, it's not a nation. Hmm. So he's really kind of called into question the legitimacy of his his administration and by by extension the entire United States what's his reasoning what's his reasoning for doing this um, you know well, we've seen his tw- is actually sent, I mean there are people who say that you know we can't be over there forever right and that we do need to phase out our um, our participation and let these countries rule themselves and and deal with their own problems that's true that's no one's going to disagree or argue against that it's <laughs> It's the rash way he did it in a tweet, surprising everyone in his own government, the generals, the DOD, his own staff. You know, I talked to people on the staff here ago. I had no idea he was going to do it until I saw it in the tweet. That's just not the way you do things <laughs> if you're a leader of the free world. How do you explain that? Is this all a distraction? Is this all, uh, again, like you said, uh, the Im- well, impeachment Scott, inquiry is going over here? So it's like, hey, look, there's something shiny over here. If you're looking for logic in this administration, yeah. you won't find it. That's just the simple tr- 
proof. And why did he do it? Yeah, maybe it was to distract from the impeachment. Maybe it's what he ate in the morning. Maybe it's what he saw on TV. Maybe it was he looked out the window and said, squirrel. I mean, there's no rational explanation <laughs> for any of the things that I've seen in this White House over the last three years. And this is just the latest and one of the most serious events. Uh, many have said that this will just uh, re-energize ISIS. He he tried to sell the American people months ago that, that they were dead. What happens when there's a resurgence? Well, no one has ever really said that but him. True, they do not hold on to to physical land as yeah. they once did, but, the, but to say that they're dead is just not accurate. Um, you know, any more than, you know, the KKK isn't dead. Mm. They don't own any property in the United States. You know, they don't own states. They don't own, you know, they don't have a government, but they're not dead as an organization, nor is ISIS. Uh, extremist organizations continue to exist, and of course this will embolden them because we won't be there to stop them. Uh, what role does Syria, Russia play in all of this with their relationship with Trump? Oh, they love it. Yeah. Getting the U.S. out of the region is, is absolutely a godsend for those uh, two countries and for Iran, who would love, and Turkey. I mean, the United States was the one calm, rational voice there, and now it's gone. And that's um, a detriment to the free world. It's a detriment to world peace, and it comes at a, a high cost in lives uh, more than anything else. And that's we've already seen that as uh, Turkey has begun, you know, bombing Syria. Um, U.S. Donald, I'm, I'm reading out of uh, the the Associated Press here. Uh, obviously, Trump uh, lashed out Wednesday over sharp criticism over his decision to pull back U.S. troops from northeastern Syria, insisting he is focused on the, quote, big picture that doesn't include American involvement in, quote, stupid endless wars in the Middle East. That is very much campaign talk. But is he basically saying thanks for your help to the Kurds and then turning his back on them, but we don't need you yes, anymore? Exactly. That's exactly what he just did. And that statement speaks directly to the fact that Donald Trump does not understand the international circumstances in which he's enmeshed himself and our country. He does not understand the nuance of Middle Eastern policy. He does not understand the nuance of that specific situation, nor does he care. Everything to him is a talking point, a 30-second you know, bite, a, a simple way to appeal to his, his base. But were, there are many veterans who are very upset with this. You, they, they're asking, why, what, what did I go over there for? Part of one of the edicts, one of the reasons why during the Gulf War we went over there was to, to arm the Kurds and to help them. That was one of the end goals, the end games in the, Gulf, the original Gulf War. And we seem to have forgotten that. You mentioned earlier or alluded to the fact that he, he, he doesn't necessarily have a grasp of these sorts of issues, doesn't have the capacity. Did we see that? And is this a tipping point because of that issue? But did we see this when uh, the, the, the brouhaha started bro, uh, coming out about Ukraine and the conversation he had with the president? And then he said, well, I'm going to release everything and this will all exonerate me. And then as Nancy Pelosi pointed out, it didn't exonerate him. It just proved to everyone else what they were thinking. Uh, and she well, yeah. and, and she actually made the point of saying he didn't know what he did was wrong. Uh, is that what's going on here? Of course, it's, he has, he's not going to change. Donald Trump hasn't changed since he's, you know, sprung into adulthood. 
and he believes it's okay to muscle people. And he he's going after the whistleblowers when it's it's there are two things that you don't even need the whistleblower for. He issued a statement that purported to be a uh, a transcript which showed that he did what he did. Then, and not five feet from me on the South Lawn, in front of uh, a couple of dozen reporters and television cameras, he told the world he encouraged China to investigate yeah. his political rival. So he did what he's <laughs> he he did wrong in public. What they said he did in private, just to prove it, and he still doesn't get it. And I don't think he ever will get it, nor do I think he will go gentle into that good night. I think we're looking at chaos in a blender set on puree, and it's going to stay that way until um, he's either removed from office or voted out of office. So how does this situation uh, with uh, not defending the Kurds, how does that play out, especially with some of the GOP uh, upset about this? So is this a turning point? I mean, where, where does he go with this? Well, I, I thought the turning point would have been... I know, uh, I've said that a million times, I think, since yeah. uh, he was elected. I, I, we all have. I, I thought the turning point was when he came out on day one and said, don't believe your eyes, I had the biggest inaugural crowds in history and showed a picture that didn't prove it. That was that pretty much told you where we were going with this administration, and it's never deviated from that course. It's gone over the cliff and continues to gather speed, heading for a black hole. That's all this is, and it's more of the same. For some... Tipping points are at different points in time, and I know there are many members of the GOP who are not happy with what he's said and done about the Kurds. There are many who are not happy what he said and did with the Ukraine. It boils down to this. Right now, there is an impeachment inquiry. There are enough votes in the House for impeachment, which is an indictment. It will then go over to the Senate, where the um, Senate Majority Leader, Mitch McConnell, has said that he has to hold it. A, a trial, and he will. Now, whether it's an abbreviated one or whether he flushes it, he, the, Donald Trump still has a majority of the Senate backing him. That, uh, those are all GOP members. Now, some have said privately that they would vote for impeachment and removal, but they're going to have to do that publicly, and I don't know if they're ready to do that or not. And so, it, at the very least, he will end up like Bill Clinton. He could end up impeached and not removed, or he could be removed or he could resign if things happen, but further information comes forward. But I would not expect him to do that. As I said, I think to get him out of the Oval Office, you're going to have to pull him out kicking and screaming. Hmm. Uh, how is the rest of the world viewing uh, Donald Trump's uh, uh, position on the Kurds and Syria and what he is announced? Uh, how concerned are they that this major power is now... Um, going well, I, going back on its our, word, or are they too busy with their own issues? I, I know our allies are upset with us for going back on our word, but that was before this issue. This just cements the resolve that you cannot trust the United States. I think it's done, um, I don't think it's done irreparable damage to our international uh, reputation, but it certainly has done a great deal of damage to our international reputation, and will be up to someone else that is not Donald Trump to try and repair that reputation. And that, I don't think, will be easy to do. Is, um, again, going back to ISIS and, and the fear that uh, if, if the support isn't, isn't there from the United States, that this will just flare up again, how would the president address that? We'll find out today. Um, I think at 315 in a pool spray, 
he'll probably spout off. For all I know, he may threaten military intervention, but uh, or or bombing them. I don't. I do not know. But the facts of the matter are that he created this environment. He's responsible, wholly responsible for it, and the loss of lives are on his. Uh, you know, that, that's on his watch. That's on him. It's on his shoulder. So he's got a. Those smooth round shoulders of his have to, you know, buck up at some point in time and take some responsibility, but he has yet to do that. Can he walk this back? Is there a win for well, him if he walks it he back? Can, he can certainly walk back what he said, but he can't walk back what the Turks did. I mean, they bombed yeah. Syria yeah. because of what he said. Yeah. So that's going to be a very... A, he can try to walk back what he said, but he certainly can't. You know, facts are stubborn things, as John Adams once said. And, and that's the facts are today Turkey bombed Syria because of what Donald Trump said. Uh, many have said that and tried to figure him out and, and, and ask, is he doing this as an, a distraction to take away from... Uh, impeachment inquiries or, or any of that sort of thing uh, and, 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 you know, looking for a, a, a fast quote like uh, stop these stupid endless wars, hoping that's a distraction. But at what point do all of these other fires that he creates just set the whole place ablaze and, and people just become so exhausted with all of this? Well, that's a good question. I think many people are exhausted. The Democratic problem is they can't find anyone... Uh, or they're struggling to find someone who can beat them. They're all, the Democrats are all arguing over turf that they already own, uh, while not appealing to the millions of voters who voted for Trump in 2016 who would gladly switch their vote, except for the fact that the Democrats are talking about health care reparations and taking away their guns. And for those millions of voters, those swing voters, they don't they understand that any health care plan that the Democrats have is going to be better than what Trump has given them. But what they don't want to hear is anything about reparations or threatening to take away their guns from any of them. The best health care plan is, is a loaded you know, weapon. So they're not going to they haven't won those. They still don't understand why Donald Trump won in 2016. And they're going to yeah. have trouble in 2020 uh, mounting a campaign to defeat him with the steps they're taking now. Hmm. But it's still early in the race and we'll see. So if it boils down to he's not impeached and not removed, but it's up to a the election to remove him. Right now, Donald Trump, if the vote were taken today, would probably be reelected. Uh, what about Bernie Sanders and his health issues? How does that change things for his uh, his uh, charge for the uh, Democrats? I think he will probably uh, look. He's scaled back his efforts. I think he will probably drop out. Yeah, uh, but I do not know. Uh, no one as he hasn't certainly hasn't said as much. Um, Elizabeth Warren would be the natural beneficiary for many of his supporters. And then um, I'm sure that uh, Joe Biden will pick up a few as well, and as will other candidates. But uh, Democrats are still very early on in that race. And we, I don't know why Joe Biden is the, is the early favorite, because to, uh, other than the fact that he was once the vice president, but he certainly is uh, old. Mm. Uh, and as James Carville, the famous uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, Democratic operative once said uh, he's too old to be president. So, mm-hmm. uh, in that regard, even Trump is right. So we'll we'll see. It's going to be a very interesting next nine months in the United States of America. So you said that uh, with Sanders' Ill- illness, that um, it, it benefits Warren. Uh, is that bad news for Biden? 
For um, bad news for who? For for Joe Biden. Oh well, yeah. I don't think he's. His, I think he's. I think he's done. I don't think he'll be the Democratic nominee, but that's just me. He certainly, still leading in most polls, but I do not see that that candidacy being viable. But we'll see. He could try. I long ago quit handicapping the races. Because I'm always wrong, so don't. <laughs> uh, so you you think Warren has the advantage over him right now over him? But I, who knows uh, of the other half? Yeah, you know, good point. Dozen or so candidates who could emerge. Uh, Brian, again, if so, not one vote has been taken. Good point. So where do you predict this uh, situation uh, with the Kurds going? What's the wh- what happens in the next twenty four forty eight hours with that? There were there's going to be more deaths in the next 24 hours there's going to there's going to be a boatload of, of screaming and yelling i don't know that our government will do anything for them we have abandoned them and they were our allies and that's just sad beyond measure it's criminal brian j karam has been with us executive editor sentinel newspapers white house reporter for playboy political analyst at cnn brian as always thank you so much for the time and insight much appreciated anytime The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.